Welcome to the Business of Dance podcast, where we discuss business growth, dance education, creating your dream business, and falling in love with your studio all over again. Now, here's your host, business coach, educator, and owner of Dance Energy Studios, Claire O'Shea. Hi everyone, it's Claire O'Shea here from the Business of Dance podcast, and I'm so thrilled to be joining you for another episode. This episode is a particularly special one because I hope that I'm one of the first people to wish you a very happy new year. I can hardly believe we are now in 2018. Honestly, each year seems to go so much quicker than the one before, but it's a fresh new opportunity to start again and build what we want to do and have new dreams and new wishes for our businesses and for ourselves. So with that in mind, I hope you are all having a very peaceful, relaxing and wonderful holiday season. But it is that time of year again when we all say new year, new me. We make big plans for ourselves, our business, new ways to make more money, get fit and the list goes on. But How many times have you fallen short on your New Year's goals or possibly snuck back into old ways and habits? It can be a challenge and it can feel overwhelming when you see that daunting New Year's resolution list staring back at you. You start to doubt yourself, get distracted or simply think it's just too hard. But I'm here today to help you clarify your goals and break them down into digestible tasks so you can tackle the vision you have for your business, studio and brand in the new year. In this episode, I'll be discussing how to define and prioritize your resolutions in order to check them off your list once and for all. I will also mention that we have created a very special free download for this week's episode for you, which is the Rock Your Bod New Year's Resolution Bible. And in case you don't know, bod is not meaning your body, but the business of dance. This download has everything you will need to set forth your plans for the new year with weekly and daily time schedule templates, as well as your very own resolutions map for you to print and write out your list to post on your wall, fridge, or in your studio so you can look at it every day. So I highly suggest you get a copy of that and you can get it by going to www.businessofdance.net forward slash EP14. Let's dive into the episode. Be sure to join our free community on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash groups slash business of dance. Come on over and share the love as you dance your way to the business you have always desired. Before we make plans for a new year, I think it is vital to take the time to reflect on the year that was. While it is important to reflect on the business itself and your studio, and we also do go through that later in the episode, the following questions are a reflection on your life as a person and how you show up in the world. I really recommend you try and find a quiet spot to sit down with a coffee or a wine and answer and reflect on the following questions. Number one, who was I in 2017? Number two, where did I demonstrate growth in my personal life? Number three, Where did I fall short or not show up as my authentic and best self? Four, what am I grateful for from 2017? Five, what did I do really well? Six, what did this allow me to achieve? And lastly, seven, in the future or in 2018, how can I take more action and better realize my true potential? 
Now I want to discuss the four fundamentals for creating a solid foundation before writing your resolution list and explain why these fundamentals are so important. I will then go into what steps need to be taken for each individual goal once your list is created. So what are the four fundamentals you will need to build a solid foundation for your resolutions list? Number one is make a plan for your planning, which is funny in itself but really important. It's really important to set a time aside each week to plan for the week ahead as well as take the time to reflect back on the goals you have set yourself at the beginning of the year and each quarter. With this in mind it's great to create a plan to take some time even each morning or once a week to plan out your week or day to A, feel less overwhelmed and taking each task on one at a time to get your projects all completed and B, stay on top of your goals and don't let anything that you decide you want to do at the beginning of the year or quarter be lost throughout the year. You get so busy with doing, you know, little tasks and running the business. It's really important to keep moving yourself and the business forward by checking back with your goals and visions for the year ahead. When you're making your plan, it's also really great to do this by time blocking out your week. And I have created a whole episode on this and I'd really encourage you to jump back to episode 10 of the podcast and listen all about time blocking. And there's also a free download on that week as well, which I think you'd find really helpful. But time blocking will really give you the the power and, and essentially the time to be able to allocate when you want to be working on your projects and your goals for the year. So before you can start setting your goals, you really need to take your planning seriously. So don't just write down your goals once and forget in a random book that you put back on your shelf, which is something that I have done a lot in the past. So really make the time to set your weekly and daily goals. For example, like a 10 a.m. on a Monday morning or a, or at you know 8 o'clock on a Sunday night, whenever suits you or your family best, but ensure they are a place that you can see and come back to them consistently, whether that be taking a photo on your phone or adding them into your notes, as well as putting a copy in front of your desk, on your fridge, wherever you need in your diary so that you always come back to it. This will really help you see your bigger goals in a more digestible way as all they are is just the finished product of many little tasks, which you do daily anyways. So a really good thing to think about when you're creating a new project is to, I like to do it in more of like a 90 day kind of plan or a 90 day run of tasks. So I set my projects and my goals and things for the next 90 days. And what I do from there is I outline just the title. And then under that, I outline, you know, the general thing, what the outcome should be of the project. And then under that, I list like maybe like three to five key points that we will need to track to get this done. And then from there, you can go and list out all the little steps and then those become your daily tasks to make sure you're moving your project forward. In there, you can also then, once you've got all these daily tasks, you can put it straight into your calendar. So it's reminding you to do it every single day and you're not getting to the end of your quarter or your six month goal or even the end of the year and go, ah, I didn't actually get done any of those things that I wanted to do. So by really being intentional with how you plan and being intentional with, you know, finding a way that works for you to map it out. For me, it's quite visual, um, but I also really like the process of writing it all out and then I convert it into a digital form so that I can share it with my team because some of the projects that I create, I pass straight onto a team member and that's something I really encourage you to do if you have that capability. If you don't, it's really not the end of the world, but you know, you could outsource smaller tasks 
for instance, you know, creating some social media graphics or potentially creating new website copy or, or something that you don't find as your strong suit, you could outsource smaller tasks to really help move your projects along. Now, point two of the fundamentals for creating a solid foundation before writing your resolution list is letting go of the past. New year, new you, right? So let go of that which no longer serves you, your business, or your students. It's really important not to fear change. If something has worked for years and no longer is working in your studio, try and look for new ways to improve and let go of the past. Learn a better way of doing something, be it a teaching method, part of your brand, way you communicate with your parents, the training you do with your teams, and then implement it. It's really fantastic to include new things each year in your studio to try and improve your systems, your planning processes, as well as how you run the studio from day to day. You don't have to throw out everything you've always done, and that's not what I'm saying, but just take the time to really evaluate your current situation and the changes that need to be made, what works, and will always work and what needs to be left in 2017. And this is something that you can really evaluate and reflect on even every quarter. If something feels really clunky and that you have to work really, 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 really hard to implement it or to let it happen at the studio, well, there's probably a reason why it's not flowing and it's really a great time to kind of let go of that and then bring in your new system, your new process, whatever it is that you think is going to work best and try it out. If it doesn't work, it's okay. You'll be able to find something else. It is really important to welcome change and I highly, highly, highly encourage you to let the new year help you really reflect and lead into the most amazing, exciting year of business that you've ever had. Point number three is to reflect and evaluate. So piggybacking off the last point and also what we talked about at the very start of the episode, what worked last year in 2017 and what didn't? What worked really well for you and your team in 2017 and what fell short? So try and find that comparison. What lessons did you learn? Was it, you know, maybe a negative comment from a parent that at the time really upset you or maybe you were able to kind of take their feedback on and go, you know, while I don't agree with all of their points, they had some really valid things to say uh, that could help you kind of shape or make changes to really smooth out that process in years to come. Another question is what lessons keep coming back to you? What lessons keep coming back to you time and time again? And have you learned from them yet? Or are you needing to really listen to them for the year ahead? What changes do you want to make? What areas do you want to grow? But what can also stay the same? This will also really help you to show you just how far you've come with your business. And I think this process at the end of the year or even in every quarter is a really, truly amazing process to reflect on where you are at the studio and really provides an amazing comparison when you're looking between the years to see how far you've come. And finally, the last point in this section is growth. In what ways do you want to grow your studio and what will you need to do to make this happen? So the first question is, how do you want to scale and grow your business? So not just I want to, but how? How are you going to make a decision every day and make a choice and move your business forward to get those new inquiries, to convert the trials, to really reach out to your community more, to put up that Facebook ad that you've been putting off, to you know print out that flyer that you just weren't happy with. Always remember that done is better than perfect and you can always tweak it and make changes. Once you've put something out there, to obviously to a degree, you're not doing something that's 
rude or you know anything really inappropriate obviously but I know that and you know that and I'm a perfectionist to a degree but I'm getting so much better at it which some people sort of raise an eyebrow at but what I'm saying is you know whilst it's really important I think to put high quality things out there it's sometimes really easy just to Spend five minutes on a Canva ad, even though it might not be the most amazing thing you've seen in your life. Getting it out there on Facebook is going to start generating that vision for you and community awareness of your studio. And that is only, only going to help move you forward if you're wanting to scale your business. Some other things to think about, are you wanting to generate more income? How much? So honestly, a lot of the time we go, we want more. But how much more is it, you know, is it $5,000? Is it $10,000? Is it $100,000? And not just throw this number out there and go, cool, I'm going to, you know, put the vibes out there and make it happen. But you actually, as well as believing it, and I really do think that, you know, putting it into the universe is definitely going to help, but you do need to make really, really solid steps and decisions to how you're going to get to that point. It just doesn't happen Unless you win the lotto, and that's really cool too, but unless you win the lotto, it's not just per chance. You have to make really intentional decisions to get there. And something also to think about is what will that extra money go towards? Are you wanting to buy a studio? Are you wanting to buy your house? Are you wanting to invest? Are you wanting to pay back debt? Knowing where this will go really makes the goal and the dream a lot more real and gives you a purpose to keep working towards it. Some other things to really think about are, do you want to add more features to your studio? Are you wanting to expand, hire more staff, open another location, do more events, more workshops, more camps? And then also thinking about why is this important to you? How will you, your team, your studio family and community benefit from these extra events and extra things? It's important to set really clear goals and the reasons behind them. So those are the foundations we should keep in mind when writing resolutions for your studio and business. But let's touch on how to actually accomplish them. One, clarify the why. So take the time to go over your resolutions and make points beside them for your why, which you can also find in the download. So you obviously know why as you wrote it on the list, but I really encourage you to dive a little deeper and this will really help you connect to the reasons why this goal is important to you, which will motivate you when taking the steps towards that goal. Visualize, this is really important. So what will it feel like when this goal is accomplished? And you can close your eyes for a second if you're not driving, obviously. So close your eyes and I'll ask it again. What will it feel like when this goal is accomplished? What can you see? What can you smell? How will you feel? Why will it make things better or easier? or different. Really take the time to visualize it and see yourself at the end of the goal. So whether that be in three months from now or 12 months, really visualize what it's going to feel like when it is complete. So if I was to be able to know exactly what your goal is and when you wanted to finish it, if I was to to call you up and be like, hey, it's Claire from the Business of Dance. I heard you finish your goal. I'm so excited for you. How do you feel? What would be your answer? And then that is something that you should really think about when you're working on it. Number two is to be realistic-ish. Are the goals you are setting realistic? And by this, I don't mean easy or simple, but rather, do you have the resources, time and support to accomplish them? Or maybe a certain goal is a six month or more goal, which is fine, but is this feasible for you? Are you in the right place financially to be able to roll this out? Or do you need help? 
Are you setting a realistic time frame? So for instance, a completely new website is probably not going to get done in a week. So just be really mindful about even though you want to set yourself goals to really push, you know, like a reach goal is something that, you know, it's probably a little bit out of your comfort zone. It's going to make you feel a little unsettled or nervous. And that can be a good thing. But you don't want to be like, uh, I am going to revamp my website in 24 hours because it's it's just unlikely to happen. You're just going to feel crappy about it at the end of the day. So making sure they're realistic, they're a little bit of a reach, but they're within your time frame and capability. So consider all the factors and check in with yourself and your team before putting a goal on your list or, you know, possibly writing like a draft list and then chatting about them and before prioritizing them into order. And I'm not trying to scare you away from you writing your biggest goals and dreams on your list, but rather want to think clearly when setting your goals in order to accomplish them in a manageable way that's not stressful or overwhelming, but by all means, I really want you to shoot for the stars. Number three is about your time frame. So in relation to your time frame, are you setting a feasible time frame? So stemming from my last point, I really want you to think about each goal and from there set a time frame to complete it. And I want this in your diary. I want it written down and I want you to check back with them on the reg. So I mentioned Parkinson's law in episode 10, which is work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. I will say that again because it really blew my mind. Work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion, meaning the more time you give a task or goal, the longer it will take to finish it. So don't rush your tasks, especially if they are larger projects, but make sure not to give yourself more time than you may need. And I know this is like a really tricky line, like what is too much? What is not enough? What is a push? What is being conservative? And I know we're sort of walking that line, but I think at the end of the day, if you're really visualizing it and it's sitting really well with you and you feel like, oh, that'll be easy. Well, then you know to maybe shrink down the time just a little pinchy bit. Number four is prioritizing. So when making your list either weekly for the year or quarterly or even daily resolutions, it will really help you to break them down and prioritize them. So like I said in the beginning, resolutions can seem really big at first, but it's breaking them down into sections, timeframes, and even creating milestones along the way that will really ensure you accomplish them. Prioritize your goals individually as well as the sub goals within each set of tasks, which will make up your bigger goal umbrella. Number five is setting your plan into motion. So now that you have the other things in place, it is time to actually make your plan. And we all know that making a plan is easier than just making a list. It is putting the list into motion by taking the tasks within your list and turning them into practical steps that you physically take. So first write your list. You can then prioritize that list, set timeframes, break down your goals into digestible tasks, as well as outline your why. You can then discuss these goals with your team and integrate their input and write tasks in a daily, weekly, and monthly calendar or schedule, which you can also find in our download. And from there, you can ask for guidance. So if it's something that you think that is really out of your reach and you really don't know how you're going to get there, well, you can you know, ask in a lot of these amazing free groups that there are on Facebook. You could go and find a coach. You could go and find an online course. And basically, you can just take it day by day from there 
with adding more knowledge and getting more support from others. So included in today's download are some really great templates to help outline your projects, the action steps and who they are assigned to depending on whether you are looking to outsource at all. So in the free guide today, we also have some great sheets on planning projects for the different areas of your studio. And it really sort of, for me, creates a really nice visual you know, overview of the studio to sort of balance out your projects in all the different areas. And some of those areas may be, you know, new student attraction, parent communication, fun events for current families, as well as brainstorming ways for you to take your studio to the next level in 2018 and have the business you have always desired. Remember, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was your business. So be kind to yourself, take the necessary steps to accomplish your goals on a daily basis and be patient. You can achieve your dreams and goals if you truly believe it and take the steps to get there. This is a new year and you can be a new you, but it's up to you and remember that you have the support you need as well. And with that in mind, if you're struggling or you truly need more support, I welcome you to join our free Facebook community dedicated to help and inspire dance entrepreneurs just like yourself to grow and scale their business beyond your wildest dreams. A reminder to also get your free download with your resolutions map, project planning, weekly and daily schedule templates by going to www.businessofdance.net forward slash EP14. I wish everyone the best of luck in the new year and look forward to speaking with those who join the Facebook group and seeing your goals and dreams. I'm even going to put a post in there so we can share some together and hopefully check back throughout the year. Until next week, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Business of Dance podcast. For show notes and other episodes, please go to businessofdance.net slash podcast. To learn more about Business of Dance and stay up to date with all the episode releases, as well as lots of extra studio tips and tricks, please like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or wish to be a guest on the podcast, please contact us at podcast at businessofdance.net. We appreciate you taking the time to rate and review us on iTunes and wish you a great day. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And until then, keep dancing your way to the business you have always desired.